single time <laughs> we uh, examine analyze and critique weird odd children's media correct and uh, what are we talking about tonight Aaron? i have no clue you said it was a surprise oh tonight well we no no we're talking about tupac tupac do any children's uh, media i don't know i'll have to look i'm guessing no though he didn't evolve he didn't live long enough for him to evolve into that stage of his career right for example, Smokey Robinson appearing on the cover of the AARP magazine that I saw at the gym today. Is Smokey Robinson, first of all, I have no idea who Smokey Robinson is. Um, he's a, is he alive? Like, yeah. All I know about him is that I think he's dead. No, he, that, well, unless this magazine is old or things have changed recently. Is he like a folk musician or something? No, no, he's like a sexy R&B singer from the 60s. What? Smokey Robinson? I, yeah. I, I, well, like, what passed for sexy back then? I imagined him being more like a Chris Christopherson type, or uh, that's not who I'm thinking of. Who's the uh, Gordon Lightfoot? Is who I was thinking when you say. Smokey I'm pretty Robinson. sure Gordon Lightfoot was sexy in his day. He absolutely was. Sexy. He's still sexy. I bet. There you go. But I didn't think Smokey Robinson was an R&B singer. Well, again, like what Motown-y? what passed for? I think so. Hold on. You you talk. <laughs> to the internet. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong person. Wait a minute. I might be thinking of Otis Redding. Uh, well, he was a frontman of the Motown vocal group, The Miracles. Yeah, so there you go. So you may you may be right. Yeah. I, w- I was thinking about him as a young person coming up in the day, being a Motown singer, and thinking, I am going to be on the cover of uh, the Associ- American Association for Retired People magazine. <laughs> All right. Yeah. See, this is sexy. Sure. I'm just going to turn the volume down. I don't know if this is going to be picked up by the microphones at all. If so, it's going to be our new background music. Let me just say right now, because I always forget to do this. Music <laughs> is Blind Love Dub by Jairus. Uh, apparently also Smokey Robinson. Although I don't think we can play Smokey Robinson without paying royalties or something. We can play so, a, a short little clip. Yeah, that was it. That was the clip, whether it was audible or not. Tonight, we're going to be reviewing something very special. Uh, we've had some really in-depth experience with lately. North Podcast tonight is going to be reviewing Influenza. <laughs> yeah, okay. Specifically Influenza A. Yeah. Specifically whatever strain of Influenza A we all had. Oh, God. It was awful. And it may be just child, ill Ill children in general. Okay. So, uh, Influenza A, how did this start out? uh, (laughs) Well, as every parent knows, preschoolers are vectors for disease. Um, that's, uh, that's their job from the ages of one to five, if you have them in school. I, I'm not, I'm not. The picture of health, I think we'll all agree. But I don't. Think I am. Of, I don't think of myself as sickly in that way. Mm. Like sickly in the way uh, it's true. There's always something wrong with me, right? But that isn't illness. Sure. But ever since 
our older son has been in school, I have been sickly. I have been <laughs> ill yeah. constantly. Yeah. I, I have a sore throat more often than not. I cough more often than not. It, it's, I think, I think we should seriously consider homeschooling. Uh, I did just see an article about atheists homeschooling their kids. Oh, there we go. We did. This wasn't the only reason, but we, uh, but uh, our our son's initial school was in a Presbyterian church, which is fine um, until. Well, uh, his first year was, was fine. It's fine. But then um, when he started coming home, what what was he said? He said something. He, he, well, it doesn't matter what it was. He said the word Jesus. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> One day, the, the smoke like, started coming out of Brandon's ears. It was like it, it would it would be like if if a kid came home and said like a, a racial epithet or something, and, yeah. and you're like, where did you where where did you hear that? Come over here. Wait, where did you hear that word? So that that came to a so well, well fairly rapid. That, that was that was stop. Brandon's problem. My problem was that um, I did not feel in in his second year. So when he was three, yeah. There was a, they would go to something called chapel every week. Right. You know, I got the schedule of cl- classes, content, whatever they're going to go over. Sure. Every week. And it was all like Bible verses. Right. And, you know, I never attended this, so I don't know how it was covered. But um, there was a, a week around Easter that was called Jesus Died. Right. And I'm like... My son doesn't really know about death so much yet. Right, so right. this is going to be how we talk about it. Yeah. And I feel very strongly that there are Christian values. Yes. That can be taught through stories that are in the Bible. I, I don't I don't like to call those Christian values though because they're just human values. Like Yes, a- exactly. That's a- my point. The aspects of Christianity that I agree with are not uh unique to right. Christianity. They're just normal human values. Right, which yes. is why I'd be okay with them teaching them. Right. We would be able to reframe it as human values. Right. Um, but that's not what was being taught. Yeah. What was being taught, it seemed like, was that they would go in and hang out, read a Bible verse. And it was, it was actually our kids, um, one of our his favorite things, because they would always have snacks. Yeah. And he really He's likes snacks. Snack. <laughs> He's food he, motivated. He really enjoyed the sacrament. Yeah. Um, uh, I guess Presbyterian don't have sacrament, right? Uh, I mean, they, they do. They do have. They? Um, they do the mass. I'm thing? sure they have Eucharist. They, they don't believe in transubstantiation, though. Yeah. Um, <sighs> what? Only That's the, crazy. The Catholics and the Lutherans. How could you not believe in that? <laughs> anyway, me. <laughs> me. That yeah. <laughs> I mean, derailed a little bit. Cannibalism. What? Well, like a, the the problem, developmentally. The problem is that part, the Christianity. There are large parts of it that are R-rated. <laughs> Speaking of R-rated, <laughs> one of our later encounters with Jesus was uh one of our childcare or our oh, our au pairs yeah that did not work out and this was one of the reasons i came home one day and our kid was out playing in the yard that's fine i, I go downstairs to find him and his clothes are on the floor yeah. and i'm like okay i walk outside i open the door and as i as i open the door our, our kid's walking past completely naked yeah outside outside in public in public, there's a little path behind our house too. So um, it's our neighbors, public, but I mean, public enough. Public enough. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, um, what what are you doing? What what are you doing? He's like, I'm playing a game. And he walks over to the support of our deck, support beam of our deck, 
and raises his arms like he's being crucified and put and crosses his feet yeah. like there's a nail through him and he's like i'm jesus yeah but don't tell daddy he'll get mad yeah he's right <laughs> Right, I did get mad. I guess this is a review of, of religion and influenza. Yeah. <laughs> As usual, I cannot help but uh, do some There's sort an opportunity. of some, some sort of atheist diatribe for no for no apparent reason yeah, whatsoever. I want you to call a militant atheist. I'm one of the new atheists, the militant atheists that everyone hates that gets they get all up in arms about because I'm uh, like a proselytizer. We should have Nork Podcast Bingo for our listeners. Oh, that's a good idea. It's an excellent idea. Yeah. We would have... It'd be a uh, Back to the Future reference. That was my first one. Yeah. Uh, Trump impression. Right. Uh, atheist rant. Yeah. Or my little bugaboos. Some sort of feminist, feminazi agenda from Aaron over there. Some SJW. Uh, sure. <laughs> Something about diversity and inclusion. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, anyway, well, I guess we'll do that. Influenza. We'll put that on the show page. <laughs> I guess we can talk about anything. We're easing ourselves back in because we've had now had a two-month uh, break from the podcast. Due mostly, to illness. Mostly because of illness. Almost entirely because of illness. So let's let's talk about the illness. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's fucking sucked. The older, our, our older kid comes in with some sort of cold. I get it and promptly develop my annual broken lungs phenomenon where anytime I get a cold, the first thing that happens is it settles into my lungs and, and I cough, this horrible cough, for forever. And then... You cough a horrible cough and you wheeze a horrible wheeze and you... Vomit a horrible a vomit. Terrible vomit. <laughs> this is a... Is it Dr. Seuss? It's where the wild things are. Oh, uh, right, right, anyway. right, right. Yeah. Uh, terrible teeth, terrible claws. Um, our older son and I are moderately ill, and then Brandon comes home with the flu. So I, I mean, everyone had the flu. This was the so anyway. You, I, you I brought guess, it into the house. <laughs> I didn't. I I was not the originator. I think that that you and the boy were the original. One of you was the originator because you were sick. We were sick and with then something I else. Got sick. But no one else around me was sick. I mean, I, I think... wasn't even at work. I was on vacation when this happened. So it's not like I picked it up at work. I was hanging out at the house for a couple of days and then I got sick. You're. And. Someone sneezed in your face on Friday. <laughs> Someone named Aaron? No! <laughs> no, we were, we were sick with something else because you came down well, let's with. Let's not point fingers here. I mean, I'm not, I'm not pointing. I'm your not fault, pointing. But let's not point. Let's not. This doesn't matter. You came down with symptoms first fault. on Monday, and then me and the baby went down on Wednesday, <laughs> and then you were our, you got resick. Anyway, it doesn't with matter. something else. I got, it has to be something else because I didn't have a fever the first time. I around. got sick in a way that I don't feel like I've ever gotten sick before. Mm-mm. I was feverish. I had. I was just energy deplete and uh, felt like absolute garbage to the point where. You may recall this. We went out to dinner um, one night. We were at that pizza place. And right. I'm just like, oh, <laughs> just staring off into space like, oh, I'm just fucking die. Yeah. And we go out to the car and I'm sitting in the car just, I'm, and I'm having like a daydream or a reverie or something about how – about what would happen if you found me dead the next morning. <laughs> I remember and, you talking and, about this. And, and I'm like, I may die over. What would would the family be okay? What's my life insurance policy like? I need to check on that when we get home because, and then you said something about me dying. 
Remember? Yeah. And it, and I was in like a half feverish fugue state anyway. Yeah. I'm sitting there thinking about how I'm dying. And then you're like, you're dying or something. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> my, my thoughts are, are visible. <laughs> you're reading my brain. It, well, was... weird, it freaked me out because I was so sick and and out of my brain already. Well, you just, you look like you were dying. I didn't, I didn't hear your thoughts. Yeah. So, yeah. (laughs) So, so, and then you got really sick and then the baby got sick. It was awful. And that's when we're like, all right, we have to, you know, I I can die, whatever, but we should try to save the baby. So we took the baby to the pediatrician and he tested positive for, for influenza A. Yeah. Um, so they gave us a prescription for Tamiflu. Guess what? And what would you describe the baby's reaction to Tamiflu as? What would you? Fuck no. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, guys, you gotta be shitting me with this. No yeah. way. Sorry. Nope. Yeah. yeah. No. I think, you know, but it's weird. I think some got in him because he was much better within 24 hours. It's true. From whenever a small trace of it got into his system. We, we tried putting it in his, in his formula. Yeah. That was definitely not masking it enough. Yeah. We tried, uh, the internet re- recommended mixing it with chocolate syrup. Right. That, no, no. That, <laughs> that was a hard no. no yeah. Like, we tried just Pass. shoving it in his mouth like a cat. Right. One thing was like, blow in his face as you drop it in his mouth and he'll instinctively swallow. And that worked, <laughs> that worked one time. And I was like, aha. Not, yeah. And then it didn't, and then it doesn't yeah. ever work again. Yeah. <sighs> but then, and then the older boy got sick and he tested positive. As well for flu, and yeah. he got Tamiflu, and since he's older, we can sort of browbeat him into actually drinking the Tamiflu, but uh, there was an exuberant negative response from him as well with this stuff. Oh, for sure. It's yeah. gross. Uh, so this was followed by, for me, five weeks of coughing. Long after I had recuperated, I had profound paroxysms of doubling over, getting lightheaded sort of coughing. For five weeks. So Reply All was describing this. Which is a podcast. Right. Sorry. It's a podcast. For those of you who are familiar with podcasts. Uh, It's describing. None of our audience. Well, they're listening to a podcast right now. So Uh Uh, describing a specific kind of euphoria, which is after you've been sick for a long time, the first time that your laugh is not a cough. Yeah. I haven't yet experienced this because I haven't been on top of my inhaler use, but I'm I'm still in broken lungs phase, but that's normal for me. Yeah. I remember a couple weeks ago, I was saying to you that I was like contemplating a fantasy about how much money would I lay down on the table right now to just not be coughing anymore. Yep. And that number increased and increased. I got got up to where I I would gladly have just paid a magician $5,000 to just be done with it. And that you know probably would have been ten thousand dollars before long, but it yep. finally it finally went away. I also had I think we both had sinus infections, yes. which reminds me of going to a local restaurant and getting takeout. And I I went by myself in the midst of the sinus infection, so my head is about to implode. Yeah, this other customer comes in. Oh right. And he looks at me and he says, "Smile." Yeah. And I just looked at him with my flattest affect face and said, no. <laughs> He's like, why not? 
I almost I almost mustered enough energy yeah. to leap off the bench and punch him in the face. Yeah, no jury would have convicted you. No. At that point. I love that 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 sinus infection where if you bend over more than 90 degrees to pick something up, it feels like your head is just going to fall off of your neck just like a thousand pounds of pressure just we have a, up in your face. We have a baby. So we're doing that all the time. Constantly bending over and every time you just want to scream. Yeah, although then we are rewarded with a, a baby smile, so right. it kind of. I mean, we're lucky that 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 the the kids were not that bad off, and that it was just no. uh, that mostly just I had the near death experience. I mean, I I was pretty bad. Too. You were pretty bad. The, here's the worst part, though, is for me of the whole thing, in that prolonged coughing face afterwards, is the fact that I have to go be around people. Oh yeah, all day. And people, Brandon, you're coughing. Yeah, here's the thing about people, <laughs> and I and all people for the most part, people don't understand that when they see when you see somebody in the afternoon who's coughing a lot, just think how many other people this person has seen already that day who have also commented on their cough. Yeah. So you go to one place, you know, that day, and they're like, "Oh, you're still coughing, huh?" Yep. Yep, I am. And then five minutes later, you see somebody else. Oh, it still looks like you still got that cough. Yeah, that's right. I do still have that cough. And then two minutes later, someone else sees you. And they're like, oh, wow, still have that cough. I'm like, shut the fuck up. So by the fourth or fifth person, I'm out of my goddamn mind about it. And uh, this falls in the same category for me as something I've complained about frequently, which is the people's need to comment when you sneeze. Yeah. So if you sneeze, somebody or usually everybody around you will will say they'll either gazuntai or oh bless you or something like that. Which okay, fine. But then what if you sneeze again? Oh oh, gazuntite. And then what if you're you know if you've got some allergies and you're sneezing several times? Oh gazunta. Oh bless you. Oh bless you again. People down the hallway are yelling down the hallway. Bless you. Yeah. And I you know. I just want one blanket gazuntite for the whole day and then just fucking drop it because I know I'm sneezing. What a gazuntite is to me is someone just saying, hey, you sneezed. Yeah. Why don't we, we replace that with with that? Hey, you sneezed. Did you notice that? I hope That's... you're okay. I, you sneezed again. You sneezed again. Yeah. You keep sneezing. Did you notice that? You keep sneezing. That's not what's happening. That's what's happening. I'm going to just no, shut it's the not. fuck up okay. and leave me alone. I'm gonna I know get I'm you. sneezing. I'm going to get you a, a pad like of, of tickets. Yeah. And the tickets are going to say, you've you've blessed my sneezing or coughing for the day. <laughs> That's right. Here you, you go. You don't have to talk anymore. Yeah. I've given you, you blanket, a shiny you golden ticket. You can ignore ticket. this. Congratulations. Yeah. Your concern for my well-being yeah. is duly noted. Thank you very much. I yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. Um, so now yeah, that's it. Now you're you're you've you've met your obligation for the day, for the week, I would say. And you can, sure you can stop. We now. can we can do little check marks. Yes. You can check off the box that says hour, day, week, right. month, year. But this this thing, the I you, I'm coughing, I'm commenting on your coughing thing. Yeah. Is a glimpse of what it's like to be pregnant. Oh sure. You're I bet walking through the world, just yes. minding your own business, right? And strangers have to comment on your body, yeah, uh, constantly. I would imagine, and it's never good. Yeah, 
Uh, it's either you're you're not big enough, you're not small enough. Yeah. Looks like you're about ready to pop. Right. I'm right. I'm three weeks pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Right. So, I mean, I know, <laughs> I know that you're the last person that would ever do that. Yeah. Because you just wouldn't talk to people. Yeah. But here's another reason why you should just not comment on other people's bodies. Yeah. And so you know, we're or their bodily functions. One, one of my coworkers the other day had, was has laryngitis or something; could barely talk. I didn't say a goddamn word about it because I because I know that eighty seven people have talked to him about it already that day. Yeah. I just pretended everything was fine. Not that I don't care. Not that you I could don't, say. I hope I you're feeling better soon. Not that I don't want him to, you know. But 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 you know, I bet he is just full up to his fucking head with it. So I didn't say a goddamn word. Um, you could say, "I hope you're feeling better soon." No. Yeah, you can. <laughs> That's kind. That's not invasive. The, the, All you have to do is say thanks. There are sure. I guess I could have done that. I think there are people though for whom this they're they're hyper vigilant to show that they're good people by right. like I cough a lot anyway. I have a baseline like weird psychogenic or nervous tick cough of some kind. Yeah. But you can you can go all day long and not cough, not cough, and have no problems. And and if you do this, <coughs> right? Speaking of do that, yeah. Or or. <coughs> Just a little, <clears throat> one little, one little thing. That's not a cough. And, and there are certain people in the world who will hear that off in the distance. Yeah. And they will come. They will come running. They'll come running down the hallway. And they'll come up to you and they're like, Are "You come down with something?" Yeah. Like what? From that little throat clear I just did? No, I think I'm fine. Thanks for your concern. So maybe on the on the ticket we could say instead of be of performing good in this way. You may donate to, and then we could have um, Planned Parenthood, um, CASA, um, some somebody who's working on uh, family separations at the border. Right. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Instead of saying saying "bless you" every time I sneeze, you can donate a dollar to Planned Parenthood. It's a great idea. (laughs) That's going to work really well. Show me that you care. It's going to be really well where we live. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, I'm writing, I'm writing up these tickets. <laughs> They'll be available for purchase at NorthPodcast.com. This is, it reminds me tangentially of my idea. Uh, I guess there are places that do this. Uh, uh, stores or shops where at the door they have signs or shirts that you can wear that say, I'm just looking, leave me alone. They don't say that, but that's what they mean. So I just have, versus, versus, I have that on my face. So every time we go, Aaron and I go somewhere, and we walk in the door, yep. they leave Aaron alone. They come up to me. Is it because yeah. I'm the guy? Is it because I'm the man? But they do it even, They do it even when we're not right next to each other. Anyway, the, the store workers will come up to me and be like, sir, can we help you? Can we help you find something? Or in a- What, are, in a, what you reading? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. In, in, in a, the worst example of this that I've ever experienced at the Barnes & Noble. Yeah. Where the shop- the the I'm almost a shopkeeper. Yeah. It's not a shopkeeper. The the minimum the wage employee. The worker. The worker comes up to me and I'm minding my own fucking business. I'm not bothering anybody. I didn't deserve this. He comes up to me and he says, Uh, what you're reading these days? What fuck <laughs> off? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Leave me alone. Because the problem with that question is that if if they ask you, can I help you find something? It's very easy to say, no, thank you. I'm just looking. If they ask a question, a question, question, what you've been reading lately, you, I, 
what are you supposed to do with that if you don't want to answer? Which I most certainly don't want to answer it. So I was you dumbfounded. Say, you say, you say, <laughs> the correct answer is either no thanks, just looking, which is or, which is what I said, or uh, Chuck Tingle's latest. Chuck, yeah. <laughs> Uh, hardcore, hardcore pornography for the most part, featuring dinosaurs, yeah. and the president. Right? Have you got anything where Donald Trump gets butt fucked by a Tyrannosaurus Rex? Because that's what I'm into these days. That's, <laughs> I've had a lot of dreams lately. Have you been? What kind of dreams have you been having? <laughs> you turned around on him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what have I been reading, sir? What have you been reading? What's in your What's in your heart? Hey, that works Come on, on I'll our. Get your coffee. Come over here. That works on our older kid. <laughs> right, mommy. Why is blah 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 happening? I don't know. What do you think it's well, happening? Yeah, yeah, we're we're doing the uh, Sigmund Freud uh, psychoanalysis here here at the house. No, it's what just, do you think about that? I just it's just deflection. But why is that? I don't I don't feel like I look approachable. I don't feel like I give off a vibe of like. Come and harass me. Come and talk to me about my reading habits. If anything, I try to cultivate exactly the opposite of sort of public personas so that people leave me the hell alone. But it does it does not work. Uh... There are stores I will not go. I like I pretty much will refuse to go into Best Buy. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Because not only does that happen when you walk in the door, it happens again with every department that you go to. It's true. You go to the cell phone. Gauntlet. Place, one person comes up to you. You go over to the TVs. A person comes up to you. You go to the other half of the TVs, a different person comes up to you. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ, is this is this effective? Is this what people want from their shopping experience? I can't imagine uh, it I is, but then I, I have a very idiosyncratic personality, so I'm out of maybe I'm out of touch with what people want. I want to be left the hell alone. Well, I want to be left, al- left, left alone until I don't. Yeah. Like, when I find something I want to buy that has no price tag. Sure. Which happens all the time to me. Yeah, but then, then you go, you seek out... Uh, the way these stores act, they act as though, and maybe this is true, they act as though the American shopping populace are a bunch of timid wallflowers who want help. They really want someone to come help them, but they're just too goddamn shy to ask for it. If only somebody would just come up and ask them if they needed help. Point of order, shopulous. The shopulous. Continuous. Sure. Well, Continue. I'm done. Okay. That's it. I don't believe that's true. I don't think that that's the majority of customers who are like, oh, God, I'm, that Best Buy employee looks very intimidating. I'm very nervous to go ask him for assistance. Anyway. This sort of reminds me of ask culture versus guest, guest culture. Do you know about that? Ask culture? Ask. I know, I know quite a bit about ask that. Ask culture. You ask do. culture. <laughs> is, this the, is this the right time to bring up my, uh, my awesome t-shirt idea? Uh, which, which, which one is that? for a gastroenterologist poop is my bread and butter poop is is my bread and butter yeah Yeah, we've been you know i yeah we've been trying to find a good gastroenterologist to make this shirt like make friends with one yeah so that for christmas we can give them a a shirt that says poop is my bread and butter yeah hasn't happened happened yet yet. (laughs) hasn't happened yet (laughs) well i did i knew a a gastroenterologist a while back who when um explaining why he went into gastroenterology he said to me you know, I hung out with the cardiologists and the critical care doctors, and they're all very self-serious. They you know, took themselves very seriously. Gastroenterologists were really laid back because, hey, we're looking at butts and poop all day. You can't can't take yourself too seriously. I mean, and I thought I'd get that. Yeah, that's uh, that sounds that's, pretty that's, good. That's accurate yeah, to my yeah, experience. Yeah, check. Yeah. All right, 
what what else has transpired in the last couple of months that we can we can discuss? We were we had watched the Secret of Nim, yes, and we're going to do an episode on the Secret of Nim, and then all this shit happened, yeah, and we all almost died, yeah, and uh, so I don't know. Like we can talk about it. Do you remember it well enough to? I've seen it. A no, bunch of we're times. we're gonna do it. We're gonna do our own episode, a different episode. What we right. have done, yeah, in between our last podcast and now is that our older kid has watched Star Wars. Oh, sure. Star Wars. Yeah. For his first, uh, I mean, he knew about Star Wars because it's not possible to be a living creature in Western civilization and not like he knew who Darth Vader, what he looked like long before he ever saw Star Wars. But, but yeah, so he actually uh, saw the source material for the, for the first time. Right. Episodes one through six, anyway, not the not the newer ones, which are a little bit more uh, what PG thirteen ish, more yeah, kind of not quite age appropriate. No, they're not. They're not age appropriate at all. Yeah. So we, I mean, we're gonna have to I, hold off on those for a bit. The prequels are a little bit more advanced than the originals, even. But so whatever. I don't. Know. I mean, they are and they aren't. The um, I mean, they have. Well, let's 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 talk about it. So let's let's talk about the original. Star Wars trilogy, which, uh, you know, I don't know about you. I see, I saw all of these movies innumerable times when I was a kid, especially Star Wars, the original movie. I don't know how many times I've seen it, probably 30 times. Yeah. It, it may be the movie I've seen the most in my life, but I hadn't seen any of these for probably 20 years. Yeah, I feel like the la- I can't even remember when the last time I watched any Star Wars was, but I, I bet I watched the originals around the prequels yeah and that's it but, but that's been you know almost a decade two, yeah. two decades i mean right so what do you do they hold up what do you think about the original trilogy of movies i understand the empire built on them because the world is cool yeah the world is super cool Sure. Um, I'm not going to argue with that. I mean, lightsabers are inherently awesome. Yeah, fucking I get rad. It. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Um, Jedi Knights, fucking rad. It's a cool idea. Yeah. Uh, beyond that, though, I'm not really into Star Wars. Yeah, I think that, um, <laughs> you know, it's really hard. This is one of those things um, where I am so indoctrinated in it. Mm. And it forms such a key component of my cultural upbringing that I cannot be unbiased. I cannot be objective about it whatsoever. So you're saying you're a Star Wars warrior? I'm a Star Warrior. Um, so it's hard to say. I, I think that, you know, watching them now, the problem is there's so many parts of it that resonate emotionally. Right. But but that may be all that it is. And that if I was watching it for the very first time and I knew nothing about Star Wars, I don't know that I would like it at all. I may be I may, you know, get so wrapped up in all of the overwhelmingly stupid parts of which there are a lot of stupid parts when you So many stupid so parts. So many stupid parts. Um that that if if I wasn't so grown on it, raised on it, I don't know that I would like it. But, so, you know, uh, but I was, and I am. And so watching them again, I am totally still love it. I'm like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah, it's great. So I, I don't have that. I, um, you know, watch them. I love Princess Leia. I mean, ha- who, who doesn't? Yeah. For various reasons, some good, some bad. 
But I, I could only see the holes and the bad yeah. writing and the, like, why doesn't this make sense? Which was exacerbated watching the prequels. Yeah. Oh, God. It was no, so much it more excruciating. Sense. Yeah. At least the first time when I saw the prequels when I was a college student, I was like, like yay, new Star Wars. And just, like, focusing on that. Watching them again, especially after just watching the original series, I was like, well, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. I also, it very much frustrates me that I, who, I don't feel, I'm, I'm not a particularly creative storyteller. I have better ideas for how the prequels should go yeah. than the people who made them. Yeah. Or George. No, the prequels are such a wet shit in the bed. It's, it's, it's so hard to wrap your head around what a fucking disaster, storytelling-wise, those are. Yeah. It is lunacy to me. You know, as I've told you, here's my idea for how you do the prequels. You, for one thing, skip the whole fucking first movie because no one gives a shit about anything that happens in that first movie. No one cares. What is it about the original trilogy that people loved? Was it all of the politics and trade policy? Yeah. And machinations of the Senate? Well, that, no. That, that's what all the uh, size grads did. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was because in the original trilogy, it was something was constantly happening. Yep. It, those moved fast. There was yep. a lot of action. The story was moving forward. There were great characters. And it was about the characters getting themselves involved in situations and getting out of them. The prequels got rid of all of that. And everyone is talking in a very flat affect. And they're talking about trade policies and Senate procedures. Right. And and especially the first movie, just get rid of it. Start with Darth with Anakin Skywalker as an adolescent. Give him some actual reason to turn to the dark side, not some bullshit teenage angst. The the way to do this is to have him be disillusioned with the Jedi Force because because he sees them acting in a way counter to their beliefs or their professed beliefs. He gets he gets disillusioned. He it's ripe fertile ground for Emperor Palpatine to exploit. He turns to the dark side and then make most of the prequel. About him hunting the about the, this is the most interesting thing about his whole backstory is how he turns bad and then he hunts down and kills all the other Jedi. Right. That is dealt with in ten minutes in the third movie in the prequel when that should have been the entire fucking thing. That yep. should have been at least one entire movie, if not two movies, of well, him so, him versus the Jedi right. knights. So so. The reasons why he turns to the dark side are his mom. Kind of. I mean... No, no, no. This is what I mean, it should be. This is what it should be. This is what it should be. Yes. This is what it should be. Okay. Is uh, his mom. After his mom and he commits genocide of the sand people, Padme is like, holy shit, I can't love you anymore. I can't right. love someone who's just committed genocide. Because you're a fucking lunatic. Because yeah. I have morals and right. like this is just not, not possible. Like, yes. Get the fuck away from me except for she's already pregnant. Right. So that sucks. Yeah. And then she falls in love or, or becomes close. It doesn't even need to be romance, yeah. but she like leans on Obi-Wan. Yeah. No, I think you have them fall in love. I think I mean, that's, that is. It's, it's cliche, but it's like cliche, like George likes cliches. Sure. So that's, it works. It's, it's fine. I think it would have worked out. So the, the professed, one of the professed reasons anyway that Anakin turns to the dark side is because he imagines that, that, that he has this weird jealousy of Padme and Obi-Wan, which is un- unfounded. Yeah. You know what would make it a better movie? 
Make it, it be founded. founded. Make yeah. it found. Make yeah. it real. I mean, yeah. what the fuck? Why not? I'm right. so much better. Yeah. So, I mean, oh and then my God, you so also so in uh, spoiler alert. If you haven't listened to or watched the uh, third season of uh, Good Place, there's this part where they. Well, meet. I haven't. So it's gonna be real, real short. There, there's this part where they meet this committee from the Good Place, and they're like hell bent on following all the rules, and and uh, that's how they're gonna be good. Except for then there's a problem and because they're following all the rules, it's going to take them like a thousand years to rectify the situation. Yeah. And so it could be something like that. Something actually like complex about how do you be good. Right. And the Jedi Order is is struggling with that or whatever. And he thinks it should go one way. Right. And the Jedi Order thinks it should go the other way. Well, it's like it's the, the classic idea that no, nobody thinks they're the bad guy. Right. And right. so Anakin could still think that they're. I mean, this is one of the notions of the of the Empire, right? Is they think they are the good guys because they restored order to the galaxy. Right. They, Law you know, order. I bet in Empire controlled systems there is very little crime. Probably it's a yeah. very Trumpian sort of thing. You know, it's yep. this fascist overlord society, a very authoritarian society. Yeah. But probably very little crime because you get like executed if you steal something or whatever. All right, and, and now so, yeah. is when you do your Trump impression using Emperor Palpatine quotes. <clears throat> Hold on. <clears throat> We're going to build a big, beautiful Death Star. We're going to destroy Mexico with yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm here for it. Oh, I just had a sudden sense of disturbance in the force as though a billion burritos caught on fire and then blinked out. We're gone. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, or uh, I, I sense, you know, thousands of families being separated forever. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's happening. It's happening. So, but but kind of getting back to the supposed point of the podcast, how are these movies for kids? Are these the original and the prequel trilogy for? As a as a kids movie, which they are. I mean, this is yeah. We I think that uh, Gen Xers like myself lose sight of this very important fact. These are kid. These were for kids and families. Yep. So you get all these neck beard dorks yep. who are forty star like, warriors, who are forty like me. Yeah. Who are still like getting all fucking up in arms because you know there's a whatever because there's a there's a black stormtrooper that ray is a mary sue character or what whatever whatever the hell their weird problems are and you know it's, it's like dude this isn't really for you anymore you fucking get over it right Th- this, this is, is for like, kids this is like adults getting all up in arms about harry potter shit so this is for kids right. you, you, like a, you fucking goofball uh like this is like jason manzoukas talking about harry potter right although he is self-aware and he realizes it's ridiculous i mean he's all in don't get me wrong he's all in but he he has a sense of i mean he's a ridiculous person i think he knows that so he's like he's all in for it yeah right i mean i do think the modern the latest the trilogy yeah it is more complex. It is more adult. Well, they had to do that because they knew that their target audience has changed a little bit. Now it's, right. you know, sure. more Gen Xers and people like me. And so they have to kind of aim that way. Well, and, more. and just our viewing appetites have become capable, demanding of sure. more complexity. Right. 
I think the originals are good for kids in a that are not in yet having like a complex morality. Right. It's it's good guys versus bad guys. Good guys versus bad guys. Um, the violence is not really all that violent. It's not that violent, although I didn't realize how many limbs and heads were chopped off. There is a lot a of lot chopping of, of decomposition of bodies. <laughs> there is a lot. I mean, there's obviously, we remember Luke gets his hand chopped sure. off, and Vader gets his hand chopped off. And I don't remember all the other arms and hands and shit getting chopped off. There's a lot. There's a lot. To the point where I was like, what's going on? Did George yeah. Lucas have some weird fetish about this? Was no. He, was he like jerking off every time someone got their arm chopped off? It's all you can do when that's your weapon. I guess. I guess. And have like swords, someone survive. Chop shit off if you got swords. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you can't, like, sword someone through the middle because they're toast. But no, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of that. But, but it's, I mean, it's bloodless, I guess, so. Right. It's but, all immediately uh, cauterized. It's, yeah. So, I, I don't know. I mean, it, that was a little disconcerting. Every time someone lost a limb, I'd be like, oh, that's, uh, that's a little. Uh, I, don't, I don't think Kid noticed. Yeah, you know, well, he noticed, but he just didn't care. He's like, right. ah, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> it, it just, like, went over his head. The first one, I think, is especially... The first and the third one are good kids' movies. because The first one, because the plot is simple. It is moving... It's not boring. It's constantly moving forward. Yeah. It's very easy to follow what's happening. Right. And there's a lot of action, and it's a, it's a good kids' movie. The second one, of course, is you know the most complex of the original trilogy, and a little bit harder to follow exactly what's going on with the double crosses and the what? little Empire bit Strikes more, Back? You know, the Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. This is the one where our son <laughs> fucking lost it at the end when Han Solo oh, gets yeah. frozen in carbonite. Oh, it was bad. And it was and bad news. I'm bears. trying to tell him, and he'll be okay. He gets in the next movie. You know, he gets he gets saved in the next movie. But all he knew was at the end of this movie, Han Solo was was he didn't want to watch it. Out. No, he was very upset he, about this. He, I think, when we have watched them over, he wanted to skip. Yeah, that he didn't one. Like the sad ending. Uh, and we're like, no, we're not, we're not skipping. And then Return of the Jedi, of course, has Ewoks and a lot of general sort of goofiness um, to it. I didn't remember Yoda also being so fucking goofy. Like, I hate Yoda. Yoda <sighs> in one of these steals Luke's like flashlight. Right. It's like, ooh, oh, flashlight, you know, and he's like playing with it and acting silly. Yeah. And Luke's like, give me that, give that back to me. And Yoda's like shining a light in his eyes and his ears and whatever. I'm like, dude, you are the most fucking powerful Jedi master in the galaxy. What are you doing Right. with this goofy shit act? I don't know. Do you get goofier as you age? Are you, maybe this race does. Maybe he's, maybe he's demented. Maybe that's what we're seeing here is mm. that Yoda has Alzheimer's. And it's just, it's very sad, actually. Well, he, I've never seen him brush his teeth. Yeah. And, the uh, gingivitis yeah. bacteria burned to the brain. That's right. Yeah. Everybody brush and floss. The 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 pre the prequel trilogy episodes one through three. I mean, they're fine for kids, but the, but they're they're excruciating. Like I don't know. They I found them so boring. I I guess our our kid seemed okay with it. He, he has, it's hard he to doesn't know. have like judgment to yeah. understand like he he's not seen enough to be critical he's just like ooh shiny thing and to be fair like you know you were saying there's no redeeming worth of the fir- of the prequel 
I really like Padme's costumes. Now, oh, sure. that's not gonna, that's not like worth a whole movie for, but like, yeah. I'll take it. Right. I'm, I'm not gonna watch it again. No, I'll like, I'm never gonna watch them again. Uh, I'll, uh, the, I'll get some stills. Yeah. And that's fine. Sure. So yeah, uh, it, it's, it was interesting watching his reaction. He really, he really got into them. He liked them a lot. Oh yeah, he's obsessed now. Which is, you know, it's kind of funny because there was nothing from my, my parents' childhood that I gave one loose shit about when I was his age. <laughs> nothing. I mean, you, well, I- nothing. And so the fact that there can be something that came out the year I was born right. and that our little boy can get really into is pretty cool. I mean, y- you would have if it was Star Wars, if there was something equivalent of Star Wars. But there wasn't. I mean, that's what I'm saying is there wasn't. Right. So, you know, at least we're, we're kind of, uh, it's interesting. Things starting, I get, you know, in the mid to late 70s have... It feels to me like a kind of carrying power into later generations that, for kids anyway, that's absent from early, with the exception of um, the Andy Griffith show. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> See previous episode sure. on the Andy Griffith show, yeah. which, uh, which our son inexplicably really enjoys. I guess I, do, I, I vaguely remember watching some episodes of I Love Lucy yeah. when I was a kid and finding them enjoyable yeah um which i I tell you right now i wouldn't find it enjoyable now i'm like the honeymooners and that bullshit from that time oh yeah no honeymooners does not totally unwatchable these days i um have strong memories of watching murder she wrote with my parents but that's not from i understand their childhood fine but uh, I would like to watch an Although episode that is geared towards their age. I guess. <laughs> I guess Murder She Wrote. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't, I watched Murder She Wrote. It wasn't at the time. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I think it's a good show. I mean, Angela Lansbury is a national treasure. Not national, like international treasure. She's still alive. Yes. Oh really? She was is just she, in was Mary she, Poppins she, Return. Was she married to Smokey Robinson. No. <laughs> She's British. Is she? Mm, I think so. I'm not gonna look that up. I think she is. Uh, I thought she was dead. No, she was just in Mary Poppins Returns. She was the balloon lady. I think they. It was a computer generated. Is not like like uh, Leia in the new ones. Well, Spoiler she's alive. alive. Yes, that's what I'm saying. She's she's 93 years old. And she's a national and treasure. She is British. Yeah. 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 Who so knows her shit? Who knows their Angela Lansbury? Aaron does. Me. Yeah. Booyah. Yeah. Booyah. So, I'm, um, you know, I, I've had a lot of curiosity about, you know, media properties that I watched um, and whether they hold up or not. Cheers holds up. Sure. <laughs> I have no further comments you look on like, that. You look like an owl right now. I, I, uh, I, I watched a little bit of Cheers, but uh, not a lot. Not a oh, lot it, it holds up. It's strong. Really, not really a big it's Cheers strong. head. Not like, I'm a, not like I'm a friend's head. Uh, friends gets a lot of grief these days a lot of people like to diss on friends i have one thing to say to you shut the fuck up friends is awesome i okay 
I loved I loved that show. All right, do your. How, uh, do I? How often do I still quote from Friends? I have no clue because I don't. Oh right, Aaron never knows when I'm. This right. Was, I suddenly I realized this at some point. Yeah. That I quote from Friends all the time, and she has no idea because she never watched that show. So she just thinks. Well, hang I'm, on, hang on. She just thinks I'm saying something weird. Like hang I, on, like I, I do. I watched it. Yeah. But it did not imprint, as they say. Yeah. It's I'm. It's not like. Uh, uh, Renesme and the werewolf from Twilight. Sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Those of you who are in the gotcha. know will know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it imprinted on me like I was a baby duck and it was a mama duck, and I just followed it. Well, you imprinted like it, like you were the werewolf, and Friends was Renesme. Or I was a werewolf, and it was a baby duck, and I wanted to just eat it up. Sure. <laughs> That's fine. As long as you're a werewolf. Yeah. So every time I ever be like, smelly cat, oh, smelly cat. Well, I know that. Here, okay. All right. But you don't do that. Well, we don't have a cat anymore. You didn't do it that much when we had one. You also never got my, when the cat would be would be shitting in this box. <laughs> and I would go, I'm the cat in the box, buried in my shit. No, I don't nope. remember that. Yeah. I thought, or so, maybe I do, but I think I thought it was a Nirvana reference. Allison Shades. Hey, pretty that's good. Pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. Any other uh, comments here? We can do kind of a shorter one since uh, we're e- easing back into the uh, sure. podcasting airwaves. Can you... it's, not, it's not really airwaves, the, the, the inner tubes. Inner tubes. Uh, can you do an Angela Lansbury impression? Why, yes, I can. Uh-huh. bad, okay. So, so the answer's no. Oh, a murder. What are the odds? <laughs> a murder right in, right in front of me. Oh, my God. I'm the angel of death. Angel Lansbury, bringing death and destruction <laughs> wherever I go. I would watch that. <laughs> I would. Well, you did watch it. It's called Murder, She Wrote. <laughs> well, no, but I, I, I would watch... A mo- uh, something now, a media yeah. property now, yeah. starring Angela Lansbury now yeah. as the Grim Reaper. Like, literally the Grim Reaper. I understand the, like, well, what, what you're they, talking about. What they should do is, like, a really meta reboot of Murder, She Wrote, where the fact that people died everywhere she went is acknowledged, and that is mm-hmm. the point of the show. Right. Uh, you know, and, the, you know, it turns out that she's kill- either killing them or that right. she is radioactive or something. Right. Um, or that she's an X-Man and her mutant power is to randomly kill someone in her vicinity once or every she week. is the daughter of the Grim Reaper and she doesn't know. Oh, yeah. Something like that. I mean, that'd be a nice meta re- reboot. Yeah, I'd be into it. We got, we got, we got She-Ra. <laughs> we got um, Full House, uh, which apparently uh, Becky What's-Her-Face got kicked off. Oh, because she's buying admission to colleges for her. Yeah, and she's probably going to jail. Daughter, yeah. Yeah. They should just write that into the show. They should totally write that into the show. Yeah. They should absolutely write that into the show. They should, all things should just be written into the show. So like when Kevin Spacey got kicked off of whatever the hell that was, House of Cards. House of Cards. They should just write into the show the fact that he sexually harassed a male intern in the White House or whatever. That would actually work. Whatever the scandal that, was. That yeah. would have worked with his character in House of Cards. Right. Just, just write it right in there. Sometimes it doesn't work, but it would have worked. Make it work. You know? Make it work. Yeah, that's my advice. For Make Hollywood. it happen. Make it work. Yeah. I'm available for any uh, screenwriting consultation. Uh, please contact me at northpodcast.gmail.com. Okay. 
I guess me too. Sure. Husband, wife, team. Yeah. Well, script doctor, your script to include more Back to the Future references. Yep. What else are we into? Is that it? <laughs> that's what I'm into. We'll just make it better. Yeah. We'll just, we'll just like. We'll just make, that's our tag. That's our motto. We'll just make it better. Yeah. Well, I mean, be in script writing. We'll just make it better. We we have we we had our idea for the uh, end of the office. Yeah. Was that uh, right. Toby turns out to be the, the Scranton Strangler? Spoiler yeah, alert! That would have been amazing. It would have been such a better ending. It it, it could have gone really dark in that last. That's what they should have done. You know, if any show could have done that, it would have been The Office. Oh, where, absolutely. Where the last episode, yeah. just total 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 shift. Yeah. And turns really dark. And Toby, like, kidnaps Angela or something. Yeah. And is going to kill her, but then he shoots himself at the end. And, yeah. you know, yeah, would have, well, would have been on. People would still be talking about that. Oh, yeah. For sure. Go down in history. That's that's just a little taste of what we have to offer. That's right. Yeah. Right. We can rewrite your Star Wars. We can rewrite your... Uh, yeah. We, wait, sorry. We can rewrite <laughs> your uh, intergalactic space soap opera. We yeah. can rewrite your um, office... A mockumentary. Yeah. Here's what I don't... I don't get this. Okay. About Hollywood. I guess I get it. It's just the how formulaic... So, you, you know, I, I watch a lot of horror movies. And here's a common scenario. I'll watch a horror movie about a group of young people... Yeah. ...who are vacationing in a cabin. And there's a killer... Yeah. ...there. Yeah. Slowly kills them one by one, but yeah. then at the end they kill that killer and then that's the end of the movie the, that's the plot of cabin in the woods okay it's the plot of everything and so i i watched the or you know whatever kind of fill in the blank script that you've got and i watched this and i think to myself why did they make this movie right why did they when they wrote the script didn't they realize that this is exactly the same script as a thousand other movies when they when they got the funding for it didn't everyone funding it when weren't, weren't they like now why the fuck are you making this movie and weren't all the actors like, oh, Jesus, why am I making this movie? And wasn't the director like, oh, shit, why am I making this movie? And when they watched it at the end, weren't they like, weren't they all like, why did we do that? And then when I watch horror, it, why aren't I cheap. like, why the fuck did I just watch that? Why do these, why, and I'm, just, I'm picking horror because it's the most, it falls prey to this the most. Sure. But it can be anything. Any rom-com, they're all the same. Most action movies are the same. Most movies are the same. And I just don't understand why people make them. I guess because people then watch them. Yeah. And it's depressing. It's really depressing to me. But you can do interesting things within the constraint of the same thing. You can, but you often don't. I think that's happening more often, though, now. Well, that's why I love it when, when someone just takes the chance to do something different at all right even if it's a complete failure like what was that total bullshit jupiter jupiter ascending jupiter ascending is that what yeah. that was yeah that we watched yeah is that what it's called? i think so jupiter ascending or rising or descending it's ascending whatever is it it's ascending that movie ask your internet verify i'm right that was the shittiest movie but you know what they did? They reached for the stars. They did something completely apeshit. It's and, the Wachowski and, sisters, and right. And so, all right, you know, I would gladly watch another one of those again, even though that sucked ass. Yeah. Versus whatever Friday the Thirteenth Part Twenty Seven. That's oh, the, well, the yeah. eighth reboot or whatever. Why it's going to be exactly the same goddamn thing. That's true. Anyway. 
I would not watch Valerian and the million whatevers again. Oh, that was that. But, you know, again, though, that at least was a little different. I I actually enjoyed that movie quite a bit. But the, the performance of its lead. Right. The, were, star, the, the, the two lead actors were like two planks of wood. Luke. <laughs> that, that painted, they painted to look like people. Luke Besson. <laughs> we also do casting consultations. That's right. Yeah. We could have told you that was yeah that, that was, was not going to work. Yeah, they they had absolutely zero chemistry. You could have saved like, on human capital costs by walking out to a swamp behind our house. Yeah. And picking up chopping down two trees. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Those uh, those two actors were like were like two noble gases. Oh, Thank God. you. Um. All right, we have to stop now because I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I knew it! You have to poop! <laughs> yeah. So, can you tell because I'm shifting around in my seat so much? Do I look like our son when he has to go to the bathroom and he's just in constant... Well, it's, it's his, hard. His butt is in constant motion at all times. It's, it's hard it, to tell because you're not walking around and he, he only does this walking around. Yeah. But, you, you know, if you're a parent, you know the, the like, spinal butt out. Right. That, that a child will do when yeah. they're trying to hold it in or pretend that they don't have to go potty. Our son will make it more overt by sometimes reaching behind him and grabbing his <laughs> asshole with one hand as though he is yeah. the boy at the dike trying to plug <laughs> trying to plug a hole. So he did this once. We were somewhere. We were at a hotel, and you were were not there. I don't remember. We were on vacation somewhere. And yeah. Me and him in the room, and you were off doing something. Yeah. And it was bedtime. Yeah. And he jumps up and puts his hand down his underwear. Yeah. And runs into the bathroom. And I'm like, what's going on? And he's like, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. And I go over there, and I look in the door, and he's not sitting on the toilet. He's standing there with his hand all the way down his pants. And I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, it's coming out. It's coming out. And I yell, sit on the potty. Sit on the toilet right now. And he's like, it's going to come out. He's like, he was paralyzed. Yeah. He's like, if I if I try to move, if I move my hand, it's all going to come out. And I'm like, buddy, you have to just do it. Just do it. And so he takes his hand out of his pant, out of his underwear. He had a handful of shit in his hand. He had shit in his hand. And he sat down. He turned around, sat down on the, on the toilet. And his underwear full of shit. His hand was full of shit. <laughs> Do you remember this? Well, I wasn't there, but I remember well, I the told aftermath. You when you oh came yeah, yeah, home, I remember the I was aftermath. Like, Boy, what you just missed. Yeah, I remember. I remember that. So aftermath. I got a handful of toilet paper, and I and I got made a little bowl of toilet paper in my hand. And I'm like, <laughs> drop it in here. And you reach forward and drop this shit ball, in like, a, like a golf ball of shit, into into my hands. I'm like, I've reached level, I've leveled up as a dad. I'm now level seven dad after yeah. receiving a ball of shit from my son's hand into my own. Yeah. I feel really bad for him. Huh? I feel really bad for him. Yeah, no, that was quite a, we feel bad for him. I, be, I feel bad for you, but, but like. Yeah, he had quite a moment of panic. Well, what happened the other night? We were in our bedroom the other <laughs> night and we hear him in his bathroom down the hallway and I just hear flushing, like the toilet flushing over and over again. And I hear him wandering around, a lot of commotion. And I, I said, something bad is going on down there. Yeah. And Aaron goes down the hallway, and I'm sitting in the bedroom, and I hear a little bit of conversation. And then I hear our son go, 
I'm having a big problem. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And he was. He was. He was having a big problem. Yeah. I mean, I I came in the middle. In, 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 <laughs> you came in media res. Thank you. So. <laughs> thank you. So to speak. But just just took care of business. Taking care of business is what we do. He, uh, I'm not going to say exactly it's an admirable trait that the reason why he does this is that he's like, yes, really into whatever he's doing. Right. And doesn't want to stop because yeah. he's excited about playing or whatever. But yeah. um, just stop. Yeah. Just stop. It's not going to go anywhere. So just just let put the poop, put the pee. In the place where it goes. Yeah. The potty. Yeah. Speaking of which, this conversation is not helping matters <laughs> over here with me anymore. So, so, so it's been the Nork Podcast. Uh, you can write us at norkpodcast at gmail.com. Nork Podcast, all one word. You can search for us on Facebook. Uh, what? What's going on? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I think it works that way. What? Well, it's like, you know, if you hear running, if you have to pee and you hear running water, yeah. it makes you want to pee more. I don't think if you have to poop and you hear somebody fart that it, it makes you need to poop more. It's like, oh, man, all the that sound of farts really makes me want to poop. I thought I had to poop before, but now I really have to poop. Yeah, it's worth a shot. <laughs> so if you... You know, the, I don't know, this may be a little wise tale, but the thing where if you put someone's hand in warm water when they're asleep, then they'll right. kiss the bed. Right. What if you put their hand in a bucket of warm, warm chocolate pudding? Warm pudding, yeah, yeah. when they shit the bed? Is... I mean, we could do an experiment. <laughs> yeah. I'll do an experiment on you. <laughs> we'll report back for our next podcast. That's right. Uh, yeah, start a betting group at the office as to whether Brandon shit is shit in the bed. Do, you can do like a bracket. Yeah. Our very own version of March Madness. Uh, I said Facebook. I said email. Uh, I'm Brandon. Music by Lo- Blind Love Dub by Jarris. I know you said it blind already. Blind Love Norris by Dubhead. Hey, don't make fun of Jarris. Jarris. He's going to write us and he's going to say, stop using my fucking music. That's right. So. You're like, too late, buddy. It's our common, what is it called? Creative, Creative Commons. Commons yeah. License. Yeah. Be no, careful. No take backs. I'm sure there's take backs. All right. Good night. Good night. I'm Aaron. microphone in your nose yes it is up my nose okay that's, that's pretty much in your nose uh, yeah you told me i was supposed to be here <laughs>